Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Just because school is out for many different school districts around the country, that doesn't mean it's not an opportune time to look at the state of education in America and the world. In fact, it might be the best time to do so. Did you know high schoolers in Taiwan, a.k.a. Formosa, will be able to take up to three days off per semester for mental health purposes under new guidelines aimed at addressing student well-being. Several Taiwanese universities embraced mental health leave policies starting in 2022 and during the previous academic year. Students at 11 colleges took more than 29,000 mental health days, according to the Taipei Times. Young people globally are reporting higher levels of emotional distress. We've talked about this before. I think there are a variety of factors responsible for this. This is a pattern, though, young people suffering from uh, higher levels of emotional distress that is partly attributed to the COVID pandemic, but I don't think it can be entirely attributed to that. I think there are a wide variety of causes going into this. Governments around the globe have increasingly turned to additional days off as a partial solution. More than 10 states in the U.S., now allow children to take an excused absence if they feel depressed or anxious or they just need to recharge. I have to tell you, I think this is a good idea. And, you know, maybe some people are going to think this is the coddling of young people uh, in the 21st century. I don't view it that way. I think there are just some days... When you need a day off, right, when you're not sick, when you don't have a death in the family, where you just need a day off. And I I think this applies to adults, too. You just need a day to collect your thoughts and chill out a bit. And I think, look, I I don't know what the uh, research shows about what these mental health days actually do for a young person's mental well-being or emotional well-being. I don't think this is the worst idea in the world. I think it's a pretty good idea actually. So I'm all I'm all for this. Love to know what you think. 800-848-9222. The rise of mental health days, no excuse absences that you can take up to 3, let's say, per semester that will not count against you. I think it's a pretty good idea. I think young people are having a tough time in this country and clearly in other places. And if this is something that allows them to be a little less anxious, so be it. Now, obviously, if this were to be more widely adopted beyond the 11 states that this is currently in, you may have young people using this to their advantage. Because I'll tell you what I would do when I was in school is I would use this to take the day off when I had a project due 
or had a test or had a big homework assignment due that I hadn't done, and then I would just um, take my mental health day that day and then use that mental health day to work on this project that I had been ignoring for the last three weeks and then hand it in the next day. That's not really the purpose of why these exist. So I'm not sure how to implement this kind of a system so that it can be used for its intended purpose. But there's got to be a way. Maybe there's not. I was the worst with this stuff. All the way up to college. If you gave me something that was due on March 21st, I would start working on it on March 22nd. Every assignment that I ever did in school was handed in late. And that was really the one thing that kept me from getting very good grades in in junior high school, high school, and, and college. I would procrastinate, 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 focus on other things, and then hand in the work late and beg the teacher to accept it. Sometimes she would with a penalty, and sometimes she wouldn't. And really, you hurt my grades. So if they had this mental health day when I was a young person, would have loved it. I'll tell you what else is happening in schools that is changing. How did you get to school when you were a young person? I mean, I guess in my case, I got to school different ways at different times, depending on what school that I was going to. But when I was in elementary school, I would take the bus. I'm trying to think. When I was in high school, I took the the city bus, right? So I would take the school bus when I was in junior high school and I think middle school – And then I would take the city bus when I was in high school. Once in a while, I would get a ride from my grandfather or my mother. But for the most part, I took the bus. Well, for many families, school pickup lines are replacing the yellow bus. Really interesting. A majority of U.S. students now arrive at school in private cars. Big article in the Washington Post about this. This trend accelerated during the pandemic, and it's being fueled by a shortage of bus routes and drivers. Last year, actually in 2022, 53% of kindergarten through 12th graders got dropped off or drove themselves in a private car. Obviously, that's more the seniors in high school than the kindergartners. But they came to school in a private car, while 33% took the bus. That is according to the Washington Post's analysis of national household travel survey data. Only, and this was really interesting, only 11% of students walked or biked to school, a proportion that's been falling for decades. So in addition to the reduced availability of these buses, Remote work is another reason that parents are more likely to drive their kids. The parents are working from home. They're home with the kids, the home with the car. And before they start their workday, since they're not commuting, they're dropping the children off at school. And uh, not all parents have that option. So bus cutbacks may be helping to drive the rise in absenteeism that we've been talking about as well that has gotten worse since the pandemic. 